Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I am beyond delighted to be joined today by Ahmed Alnouk, who is the co-founder of We Are Not Numbers, uh, who have done incredible work during the horror currently being inflicted on Gaza by an Israeli onslaught backed, not just by the British government, but by almost all the British media. And that's one of the things I really want to focus on today. I mean, one of the reasons I'm just, you know, it's difficult to put into words what you've, what you've gone through and your loss. So it's difficult as it is to ask because of how painful all of this is. Could you just tell everyone clearly the extent of your own personal loss in the onslaught in Gaza, which has now been going on for about 30 days? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Um, well, actually, it's very difficult to put in words what I'm feeling right now because no one can imagine uh, that at one point, at one minute, someone can lose his father, his two brothers, his three sisters, his 14 nieces and nephews, his cousin uh, and his wife and his uh, child and another cousin and another uh, distant relatives and my home, my family home and uh, the home in which I grew up in and uh, the home that I made all my memories uh, so at one point you lose all of them at once and what what kills you more is that they were all civilians innocent people children 14 nieces and nephews children kids kids they were brutally killed massacred uh, while they were sleeping by an israeli regime an israeli army that uh, claims that it is the most moral army in the world or the only democracy in the world and then they bomb a house of civilian people, all of them, while they were sleeping. It's very difficult to, to tell people how I feel right now, because what I'm feeling is indescribable. It's, it's just brutal, brutal. And uh, it's, it's, very, it's even harder for me to, uh, to leave all of that while I am abroad in London. I'm not, uh, I'm not even able to go and kiss them goodbye, to see them, to stand by their uh, grave. And uh, it's more painful that many of them are still under rubble after 15 days. Some uh, the 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 stones and the the rocks of my home is now mixed with the blood and with the body parts of my family members the people who I love the most, the people who I lived my life with, the people I care about the most in my life. So this is all happening. And I'm here and they are there. And uh, and this is not only happening to my family, it's happening to 2.2 million people in Gaza. Every single one of them is now expecting his imminent death or their imminent death. Uh, just this morning, I... Uh, I received the news that one of my best best friends, Maisara, he um, he came to the UK with me to do his master's degree in uh, 
women health he's a medical doctor an amazing an amazing person and he was uh, staying in his family home and then israel bombed his home and uh, that was last night and they all of them are still under rubble we don't know if they survived or not but most likely they did not survive because six story building was bombed while they were inside and uh, they they cannot reach their bodies until now uh, a few hours later another friend of mine he was killed with all of his family his entire family uh so what's going on in gaza is a genocide and it's happening right here in the 21st century where there is social media where there is uh where the media is watching and covering and people are not they're not doing anything to prevent it uh so i i would say it's I, at first I, I i lived in denial for some time i did not believe that this is actually happening and then I'm, I'm watching the news every day and i see yeah it's actually happening it's 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 happening and the world is watching and the media is watching and the politicians are watching and the the, the free world is watching and the western governments are watching and they're not doing anything to stop it not only that but they're also empowering israel supporting israel with weapons with power with media coverage to continue the, the massacres against the palestinian people it's heartbreaking it's really heartbreaking on many many levels it's layers above layers of dehumanization of brutality that is practiced against the palestinian people as i said not only by the israeli army but also from many others who are complicit with the israeli army i mean it's very difficult to even know what to say because that that level of loss is just so unimaginable to the vast majority of us many listening to this or watching this have suffered bereavements and grief but to suffer so many loved ones being killed in in, in one moment um in such circumstances is is there is no words in the English language to describe that level of horror. And I suppose, I mean, today, officially, the figure of those killed crossed 10,000. According to the Euromed Human Rights um, Monitors, the, the independent human rights organization uh, based in Geneva, the real figure is likely to be over 13,000. And that's because, as you know, so many are under rubble. And they've not been rescued. Um, it's estimated well over 2,000 under rubble, two and a half, nearly 2,500 Palestinians. And it's estimated more than 92% of all those killed are civilians. I mean, this is a story, isn't it, which is which is being repeated across Gaza. People like yourself have suffered these sorts of losses on, on entire generations of family gone. Yes. Yes. And even uh, so, some of my family members are still under rubble. So... We all know that it's uh, the, the actual number of the dead, of the deceased, are more than 10,000 because there are more than 2,000 people still under rubble. It's unimaginable. And you said that there is no English words to describe what's going on, but not in Arabic even, not in any other language. And no one can describe what's going on. No one can understand what's going on. And uh, for what? What is this for? all for? I, I just wish I have an explanation a justification for the murder of women and children and civilians and men and elderly, the targeting of hospitals, of schools, of yeah. of mosques, of churches, of churches, of people praying at the churches. 
there's no there's no words to describe what's going on in terms of the media now as you know so many so many deaths i mean officially well over 4000 children but again the euromed human rights monitor suggests it could be they think it's over five and five and a half thousand children um what i find just astonishing is if you just talk journalists killed because you know ambulances hospitals schools have been killed un officials the deadliest conflict for un officials since the foundation of the united nations in the 1940s it's the deadliest conflict recorded for journalists and yet journalistic solidarity even can't break through and cause an eruption of empathy your experience with the british media what does it tell you the way that the british media have responded to war crimes crimes against humanity violations of the norms of law on a colossal scale and death civilian death on a mass scale and the way the british media have responded well the british media or uh, the, the western media in general uh, i don't say all of the western media but most of the western me mainstream media in the west has always been, has always been complicit against the palestinian people and I've said it on my Twitter that the blood of my family is on their hand. I find them very responsible. They are responsible and complicit for the murder of my people. And not only in this conflict, not only since the beginning of the 7th of October, it has always been very, very, very biased since the establishment of Israel, since the Nakba. And this is not a, a Palestinian person who's enthusiastic or emotional and who just want to put the blame on, on the British media. I did my, my master's degree in the UK, and on my dissertation, I wanted to study uh, professionally and uh, scientifically the Western media coverage on Palestine. And then when I started to do the literature review, I was shocked with how many books and articles and research and studies have been done on the Western media, and every single one of them is saying that the Western media is biased, is extremely biased. Books have been written, many, many of them, not by Palestinians, by British, by American people, by American scholars, uh, big figures, high-profile journalists, who always say that the, the Western media has been biased against Palestine. And the bias that we're talking about, you know, some people think that if, if you are biased, if you're a, a journalist and you're biased, then you're uh, benign. This, um, this does not hurt. But actually, journalism kill, and words can kill, and the words that the Western media have used against us have killed us literally. When when Hamas did their attack on uh, uh, on the seventh of October, we have seen all of the media talking about what happened and then uh, spreading the lies about what actually happened. Not it did not only cover, but they also spread the lies of the Israeli army, saying uh, forty beheaded babies and blah 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 and rape and allegations that they were all debunked. And then when Israel bombed the hospital, they said, oh, it's, it's a Hamas missile or an Islamic missile. Without any proof, without any evidence, they are spreading lies about the Palestinians. And why do they spread the lies about the Palestinians? Because they want to demonize all of the Palestinians. That the Palestinians are in Gaza, they're all Hamas, and Hamas is, is ISIS and terrorists. So whatever Israel is doing next, for the viewers, for the audience, it will be justified. So Israel now killed 13,000 people. Okay, but these are terrorists, these are Hamas, these are uh, ISIS, uh, and, uh, and whatever. So they have been demonizing the Palestinian people for a long time, for 75 years. 
demonizing the Palestinian people, demonizing the Muslims, uh, saying that the Muslims are terrorists, the ISIS, ISIS represents the Muslims, the Arabs, the Arabs are savages. So they have been drawing this image in the viewer's mind that Palestinians, the Arabs, the Muslims are terrorists, they want to kill the Jews, and they always use the word Jews, 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 because you know how sensitive anti-Semitic uh, anti is, and I agree with them, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitism is, is vile, it's, it's, it's bad, it's wrong, I'm against anti-Semitism, there's no word about it, but they're using these sensitivities in order to draw an image that the Palestinian people hate the Jews, that they want, that we want to kill the Jews, and I hate it every time that the media says the Palestinians want to kill the Jews. We never wanted to kill Jews. Uh, this is not a religious conflict. This is a political conflict. We, 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 we are Palestinians and they are Israelis. It's only Palestine and Israel, not Muslims and Jews. So this media has been portraying the Palestinians, demonizing the Palestinians, dehumanizing the Palestinians, and glorifying the Israeli army. You go to the British media or the Western media and they always host uh, Israeli officials or Israeli army spokesperson or uh, Israeli government uh, officials and they give them all the space that they want and they speak with them respectfully and nicely and when the Palestinians come you would they would always be hit with this question do you condemn Hamas as if this question is the line that they draw between the good or right as if we if we do not condemn Hamas for example then they are we are less worthy and we are not trusted and uh, and we always have to prove to to, to the white people in, in in Britain or America that no 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 we are like you uh, we condemn Hamas like you we we are Palestinians please hear us so this kind of demonization and dehumanization that the media have been uh, practicing with the Palestinian people contributed to what we are seeing right now. It has provided Israel with the cover and atmosphere to do their massacres against the Palestinian people, and they know that eventually people will not blame Israel because it, when the Israelis say that we're dealing with the human animals, uh, so if you're dealing with a human animal, if you kill many, many, many animals, no one will care. Well, people should care about killing animals, by the way. But it's Palestinian terrorists, so, so they don't care. And that's why we see, for example, when the media, when the Israeli, when when the British and the Western media talked about the 40 beheaded babies, we have seen an outroar, a backlash. Oh my God, how could you kill 40 babies? It was lie. It didn't happen. And we all know it didn't happen. But there was like, a huge backlash about it. But now Israel have killed more than 5,000 Palestinian people, and we haven't seen this coverage. Children, yeah. Palestinian children, and we haven't seen this coverage from the media. We haven't seen this outroar from the media. We haven't seen this backlash. We haven't seen the demonization. We haven't seen anyone from the Western media say that the Israeli army is a criminal army, the Israeli army is a terrorist army, because they are dis indiscriminately killing the Palestinians. They're indiscriminately killing children. They're bombing houses, hospitals, mosques, and and flattening entire neighborhoods. These are acts of terrorism, and we shouldn't even have we shouldn't even question that. Killing of civilians is an act of terrorism, and Israel is doing that. But dare anyone from the Western media say that Israel is the Israeli army are terrorists, or the Netanyahu is a terrorist? No, they would never do that. They would only call the Palestinians terrorists, not Hamas, the Palestinian. All the Palestinian people are terrorists. And we have seen interviews in the French media and, and somewhere that they say that we shouldn't equate between the Israeli uh, uh, children and the Palestinian children. So, so I believe that 
inherently or subconsciously, some of the journalists here in, in, in the West are actually racist against the Palestinians, are racist against Arabs, are racist against Muslims. And for them, our lives is not worthy. They're less deserving than the Israelis. And the Israelis, the Israeli civilians or casualties or the Israeli lives is way, way, way more important than the Palestinian life. So 12,000 Palestinian people have been killed, but no, that's okay. A thousand Israeli killed, oh my God, that's a huge, that's a Holocaust, that's anti-Semitism, that's a big problem. But why is that? All humans should be equal. The Palestinian lives should be equal to any other life. The civilians on both sides should be respected and treated with dignity. They should never be harmed on both sides. So why do we see you uh, reacting in a different way when it's, uh, when it's a Palestinian victim than when it is an Israeli victim? That's the problem. And I believe that the Israelis and the Israeli government, they care a lot about the, the, the public opinion in the West. They care a lot about the public opinion. And I believe, and that's why they're investing $14 billion a year or maybe mm -hmm. uh, more on the public opinion uh, and, yeah. and how the, the public in the West view the Israeli government and, and Israel. So they care a lot about the public opinion. Really? They, care, they care a lot about the media and how they are viewed in the media. So if the Israeli government found some backlash from the, the, uh, the Western media, from the public, I know and we all know that the Israelis wouldn't dare to commit as many massacres as they are doing now. They wouldn't do this genocide without having a green light, without having a cover from the Western media and the politicians, because both are complicit, actually, in these crimes in Palestine. I just want to say, as someone who's worked in the British media now for 12 years, what you said is completely correct. That Islamophobia, that anti-Palestinian racism, anti-Arab racism is rampant it's systemic it's respectable i'm one of the only newspaper columnists in the country who opposes what israel is doing and that's not to give myself praise that's a damning of the industry um that i that i work in and it's always been a preconditioning as you say to in in atrocity throughout history to dehumanize those mm -hmm. on the receiving end there was a very powerful piece by a reporter who was in the rwanda in rwanda during the genocide who made that point about how you got terms like cockroaches being used to demonize and that was a precondition just finally on that you know we often get you know this or that Hamas official being quoted in terms of their rhetoric and what that means and you know we all know that, that as you say the, the murder of Israeli civilians is 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 morally unjustifiable the death of every civilian is morally unjustifiable we end up with perhaps 13 times as many Palestinian civilians now killed as died on the 7th of October um, and Israeli politicians and officials are not being subtle. Benjamin Netanyahu quotes a biblical passage, which is loaded with genocidal rhetoric. You have things like reduce Gaza to a city of tents, uh, eliminate everything. We are fighting human animals, as you say. I mean, and, and the difference is Israel has the capacity and it's, it's, a, it's a military superpower. It's backed by the West. It's armed and supported by the West. And the idea of destroying Gaza isn't a hypothetical. Hamas doesn't have the capacity to destroy Israel. Israel is destroying Gaza. But then none of this is reflected, or very little, in the media coverage about what Israel is saying and in in in, in the most obvious and overt and honest way. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know why? Because they don't care about Palestinians. They don't care about Gazans. They see us as less, less humans than the Israelis. Uh, as I said, if and uh, you know, there is another example we have seen in the Israeli media. A lot of survivors, uh, a lot of survivors from Israel who survived the the Hamas attack on the seventh of October, and they said, they said it publicly and loudly, in Hebrew, that. The Israeli army was shooting at the civilians and the the, the, the hostages and the, the Hamas fighters and killing them all. They have seen it not one, not two. Many, many Israelis said that. But we haven't seen that published in the media in the West. They're not talking about it because talking about such, uh, talking about such uh, testimonies will actually change the narrative about what actually happened. So I'm not saying Hamas did not kill civilians. Of course they did. But the Israelis also killed their own civilians, and that's what maximized the, the 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 casualties. But the media doesn't talk about these testimonies because talking about them will uh, will will uh, will create a difference. It will make a huge shift in in the viewers' uh, perception about what's happening in Palestine. But also another thing with the media, their coverage on Palestine. They only cover Palestine when there is bombing. They only cover Palestine when there is a bloodshed, when Palestinians die. They, yeah, sometimes they invite me and others. Oh, come on, tell us about your family and whatsoever. And then they ask us if, if we condone Hamas or whatever. But most importantly, with their coverage, they, they never give context to what's actually happening. And they never use terminology that would make a huge difference. For example, if you read before, before this war, if you read the the... I don't want to name uh, some uh, some outlets, but you wouldn't hear them talk about the occupation, for example, the military occupation, the fact that the Palestinian people in the West Bank and Gaza Strip are living under military brutal occupation for the past uh, for the past fifty six years. They don't talk about occupation because occupation uh, it will make people less sympathetic with Israel. They don't talk about the settlements that are separating in the West Bank. Every day Israel is taking more and more and more lands from the Palestinians, taking the Palestinians from their homes. They don't talk about the checkpoints that are in, that more than 300 checkpoints in the West Bank that are traveling the Palestinian people, making the Palestinian people suffer. They don't talk about the blockade in Gaza. They don't take. Uh, they don't talk about the Judaizing of Jerusalem and getting the Palestinians out from their homes in Jerusalem and taking them for Jewish people. They don't talk about many, many other things that would make a huge difference in the perception of the public, of the people. That's a problem. They talk about Israel and Palestine when there is a clash, when the Palestinians do something, when an Israeli is harmed. But for example, since the beginning of this war, since the beginning of this year, Israel killed. 400 Palestinian people in the West Bank. 
but the media did not talk about it. Mm. He would only talk about it when a Palestinian goes and harms an Israeli soldier or whatever. And then you would find all the media, oh my God, there is a clashes between the Palestinian people, uh, between Palestinians and the Israelis, mm -hmm. clashes. When there are protests, there are clashes in the Western media. I was there in Gaza in the March of, during the March of Return. And for me, the March of Return is one of the biggest events that happened in the, in the history of the Palestinians, in which hundreds of thousands or ten, tens or hundreds of thousands of people in Gaza protested the Israeli uh, blockade. They protested calling for the right of return peacefully. They went to the streets for two years, protesting every Friday at the fence between Israel and Gaza. And a vast majority, like all of them were peaceful. And they were peaceful and no one Israeli was hurt during the two years, by the way. But then you go to the media and you see even the, the most liberal newspapers in the world, they would go and cover. And then they would say clashes. Israel, Palestinian people die at Gaza border. That, that's the BBC. That was their headline. For example, in the 14th of May 2019, Israel killed 2018, Israel killed 60 Palestinians on the March of Return. They were peaceful. And I was there and I saw what's going on with my own eyes. I've seen a kid who was 300 uh, uh, meters away from the fence and he was shot in the head deliberately and he was killed. And I've seen that with my own eyes. And then I would go to the New York Times and the BBC and they would say 60 Palestinian, 60 Palestinian people die at Gaza border. So, so for people who are not uh, who did not study journalism, they don't do not know the difference. The word "die" shouldn't be mentioned here. They were killed. These were protesters. These were peaceful protesters. And then it is Israel that killed him. They didn't just die. Israel killed these people. So these terminology and the language and the phrasing of the headlines make a huge difference for people. If you say sixty Palestinian died at Gaza in Gaza. It's not catchy. People will not care to know how they died. Maybe they died of cancer. I don't know. But when you say Israel killed 60 Palestinian protesters who were peacefully protesting, or when you say that 70% of the Palestinian people in Gaza are actually refugees, they're not from Gaza. They came from towns and cities that Israel ethnically cleansed them from. It would make a huge difference. But the media are not stupid. These journalists are not stupid. They studied journalism. They know how these headlines should be written, but they choose and they chose to write them in an unprofessional way because it will make a huge difference. Yeah. That's the problem with the media. So not from it's not only in this war that the Western media did us injustice. It has always been so. For example, I was interviewed for the ITV Good Mornings Britain a few days ago. And then I, I talked to them. And then in the, um, they, they wrote uh, in the bottom of the screen, Ahmed lost 21 family members. I did not misplace my family. Israel killed the 21 family members. That's always the case. When the Palestinians are killed, we die. When the Israelis are killed, they are brutally killed by the terrorists, the ISIS, the Hamas, or whatever. That's a problem. This media is killing us right now. And the Palestinian people and the public are no longer stupid. We know what's going on and we are noticing what, the, what they are doing. And that's why in Palestine, we are depending on citizen journalists. We call Gaza is the city of a, a million citizen journalists. People are covering the news from Gaza. They're taking videos, they're taking photos. And 
the 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 fact that a hundred thousand protesters protested in London last week says a lot that people in the West are no longer trusting their 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 media. People are more clever, they're smarter, and they're noticing what the media is doing, and they're not believing it anymore. They're not buying it. Ahmed, I just want to say thank you so so much. Um, you're right, obviously, in terms of. I think this has been an educational experience in the worst possible way for lots of people um, in terms of the way that context has been stripped out for so long about the reality of decades of the longest belligerent occupation in modern history, the apartheid, the, the illegal settlements, the siege of Gaza. Even David Cameron called Gaza a prison camp in 2010, and that was 13 years ago. Um, what you've gone through is an unspeakable horror your 21 members of your family were killed by the Israeli state and so many other Palestinians in Gaza are going through the unspeakable horrors you have already endured and the brutal and gruesome reality is in the coming days and in the coming weeks so many more Palestinians are going to suffer the same horror that you have gone through and that itself is unforgivable given the complicity of our government and also the media. And it's so important that we elevate voices such as yourself and that people act and listen because we do have as citizens pressure over our own government and our own government is arming and supporting Israel. So I just wanna say thank you so, so much for your, your courage in awe of you, given what you've gone through, that you are able to speak with such clarity. So thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, I'm Al from We Are Not Numbers. Thank you so, so much. Thank you very much. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.